Hi, and welcome to another episode of Self-Care with Esther. Thanks for joining me yet again. Um, Today, we're going to talk about some life lessons that I've come to realize at the age, the ripe age of 39. Um, I actually recorded this a couple of days ago, and something just didn't feel quite right. Um, Then I had this amazing conversation with a friend, and I realized why it wasn't quite ready. So one of the things I just needed to add to my life lesson list, I just hadn't realized yet. So um, I encourage you, regardless of your age, to make a list of the things that you've realized over the years. I feel like we always tend to see things online about life lessons of a 100-year-old, life lessons of an 80-year-old, and that inspired me a couple months ago to do my own version of life lessons um, of myself and what I've realized. And the thing that I love about this exercise is it allows you to really see how far you've grown My guess is if you did a life lessons of yourself just even a couple of years ago, it would be a much different list because we are ever evolving. So even if you are feeling incredibly stuck right now, this is a really good exercise to do because it reminds you that you aren't actually as stuck as you thought you were. And there's a lot of growth that you've had within the last couple of years. Really, I do promise you that. So I'm just going to list some of the things that I um, have realized and then including the one that I talked about today with my friend that sort of blew my mind. Um, So let's start with the first one, actually, that blew my mind. Today we were talking about jobs. Um, Especially if you are in a caregiving field, sometimes you are given constant praise and accolades just because you are in that profession. So for instance, I'm in nursing and everyone is just, if you're a nurse, you're typically just told, oh, you guys are so amazing, so selfless, so giving. Um, I'm going to call bullshit on that. So yes, it is an amazing job in many ways, but that doesn't make us an amazing person. Okay, you can have a job that does require you to give, 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 but it still does require you to be a person that that actually cares about other people. And so I think that nurses sometimes and anyone in in a profession that's a caregiving profession sometimes can lose sight of the fact that um, we are not actually our job. I am not, I don't like to say to somebody when I introduce myself, I don't say I'm a nurse. I like to remind them that I work as a nurse. That is not my only title. Sometimes we take on a title and that becomes our entire identity. And I really encourage you to stray from that because it isn't uh, helpful actually in the long run. It tends to do a lot of damage because we start to have an identity that may not even match who we are. You are not your job. So regardless of the job you have, it is what you do for work, but it is not who you are. Um, And sometimes you're going to find that a job that you have doesn't match the best version of yourself. I remember a couple of years ago, actually many years ago, I worked as a substitute teacher for somebody who um, the physical education teacher had fallen sick. And so it was my job to just kind of substitute while she was recovering. And I realized that I was not a great teacher. It just was not a gift of mine. Granted, I didn't have the skills. I hadn't gone to school but there for teaching. But there was just something about it that for me, I realized this is not the version of myself that I want to be seeing. I wasn't great with discipline. I wasn't great with handling um, a whole classroom of kids and classroom management. It just wasn't my gift. And I realized, thankfully, back then, that just because... 
I had a degree to be able to be a substitute teacher, it didn't mean that I had to do it. Also, it allowed me to look at who I was when I was doing this teaching, and I didn't like that version. That wasn't the version I wanted the world to see. It wasn't the version I wanted to see. I didn't want to cultivate somebody who got better at classroom management if it meant that I was a grumpy person who was exhausted all the time, right? So a lot of it is also when you're picking a job, um, kind of seeing, is this the version of yourself that you want to be? So as you are with each job, really having a a closer look at that. I highly encourage it. Um, That was just one that me and my friend went off about. We will also, if this is a good friend of mine, we will be doing an entire podcast about that at some point. Um, So look forward to that. Um, A couple of other things I just want to talk about. Not taking anything personally. Um, This has been a really hard one for me to learn, especially because I really (laughs) prefer everybody like me. Is that just me? Um, And the reality is I'm not going to be everybody's cup of tea. And expecting that I will be and being heartbroken every time I'm not is doesn't serve me and it doesn't serve you. You're also, while you may not be everybody's cup of tea, the same thing goes for them. You may not feel them either. Um, This is all okay. This is just part of life. We are wired differently. Some people you gel with, some people you don't. But taking it personally really doesn't serve you is one of the things I've learned. Another thing I've learned is being okay with my anger. Um, Anger happens, and when we push it down and and feel guilty about it or shame about it, it tends to multiply in size and then show up in the most random parts of your life. So again, anger is not something that I necessarily, especially for women, it's something that is often looked down upon if you're angry. Um, I disagree with that. I think anger is there, and it needs to be seen and taken care of and looked at. Um, the other thing I encourage is being vulnerable. One of the things I've learned is being vulnerable with others. That also took me a while. Um, turns out you connect more with people when you're able to be vulnerable with them. Some of my deepest friendships are from our shared vulnerability conversations. Um, my relationships, my relationship, my partnership currently with my partner, the way it got to where it is, is through our vulnerability with one another. Um, Vulnerability is something that I think is really new to being a a word that everyone is using more and more often, thanks to Brene Brown um, and others. By the way, if you've never seen uh, Brene Brown's TED Talk about vulnerability, I highly recommend it. It's a bit of a game changer. Um, The last thing I'm just going to talk about uh, is traditional schooling. One of the things I've learned later in life is that traditional schooling fits certain people and not others. If you don't, if you never excelled well in school, that is one style of schooling and do not let them get you down. That is one style. Continue to be a learner of life and don't beat yourself up if you don't fit a certain criteria of learning. Um, Some of the smartest people I know don't have degrees. They've educated themselves and they know more than most people. So continue to be an avid learner of life, regardless of how well you did in school. So those are some of my life lessons. So if any of those resonate, great. But again, it's more about creating your own list and seeing your own growth. All right, everybody. Thank you.